Okay. Hello, Richard. Ashcofield, you, you are the master of the segue. We're here at uh, 2017 Harmony College in the beautiful Lane Cove in Sydney, and we are here with uh, with national champion Spit Lines Australia quartetta Beck Hewitt. Australia. Australia. Um, Beck, uh, yeah. What are your what are your uh, impressions of Bloke Harmony College so far? I've had a really wonderful time. Um, it's very similar, of course, to the Sweet Adelines events and that opportunity to learn and network and, and pick up information from not only our wonderful educators but also from our peers. So, it's yeah, it's just been great to network with new people and also catch up with friends that I've known for a while and learn more as we go. Nice. And what brought you along? Did you, is this the first male harmony college you've been to? No. You, you were, what, no, I was in Perth. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I went to the one with. Um, did you go to one when you were directing uh, Mount Harmony? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so, with lunch break and for yeah. Nice. Times. Nice. Okay. Um, and what sorts of classes have you taken so far? A lot of the vocal pedagogy classes, uh, um, yes. because my work is um, basically around vocal pedagogy as a teacher and a voice teacher and a coach. It's nice to hear new tech, uh, hear the same techniques told in different ways, to learn some new techniques along the way, and just pick up some new skills to be able to take into the choruses and into the individual lessons that I do. Nice, so. nice. And for our listeners out there, um, both of them, tell them what, <laughs> tell them what pedagogy means. The, vocal oh, pedagogy. I've been wondering this for a week and a half now. Pedagogy is the act of teaching, it's, but it's not just the physical act of teaching something, but actually how you think about what you teach. There you go. I right. thought it was a word for the actual like bits of the head bits. That throat, would be your physiology. Yeah, there you go. Thanks. Ah, oh, right. Ah. So you need you need to be an expert I, I, I sound in order dumb. to teach vocal pedagogy. Is that like saying teaching vocal teaching? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. it's 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 a it's a very um yeah, formal way of saying you're a voice teacher. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. And um, and you, are you specifically in the director's stream or not? Uh, no, because I'm not directing at the moment. Mm-hmm. So I'm here as a, a coach and a teacher. Right. And uh, the, the way that it's been scheduled, uh, created yeah. and ske- sched- scheduled, scheduled, we'll fix this say. later. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you'll edit that out for me later. Uh, the way it's been sh- scheduled this year, Anybody can go into any of the streams. Yeah. It's just what appeals to you most. Okay. Okay. And for someone in 2018 in Adelaide, um, sort of 50-50 on the fence about whether to go to Harmony College, what would you say? You don't want to miss these events. Not only is it you know fabulous education from international teachers, it's also an opportunity for you to catch up with people, to make new networks, to just meet new singers. I can't talk about that because this is a form. Share, share some beverages. Share some beverages. Go in the evening, solve in the world's your, uh, problems. PhD and drink. No. Sorry, I was just getting far too smart. I thought I'd bring the level down. So I think we've got our Speaking next of smart, starting. let's get into yes, this. Yes, we're class, about to go and see Kevin Keller talk about Thanks, the Becky, inner game of music. Oh. oh, you don't have to say the good morning thing because no, you've said it for the whole oh, episode. Many times. Yeah. G'day world, uh, so we are here um, at Lane Cove at Harmony College with uh, dual international champion quartet lead legend Mike Slamka, um, 2003 power play, 2009 iconic crossroads. Um, welcome. Six years between them. Yeah, I know, it's not yeah, long at all, is it? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah, briefly, tell us, um, tell us that 
the story between because uh, you would have done your full champ year, did you? Like you did a bunch of shows and everything touring with with Powerplay. Oh yeah, and then um, yeah. kept going for what a few years and then right now see Powerplay. Um, you know most most champs win uh, within a few years of, of organizing. Well, Powerplay started in 1988, mm. uh, and so we won our district championship in 1989, and then. Um, you know, it took us it took us longer than any other champ to, to wow. win. Wow! So we competed. We our first international competition was 1990. Wow! And then we didn't win until 2003 mm. uh, in Montreal. And then uh, so we had been together for a long time prior to to winning. And then we we sang for <coughs> a few years uh, after that. And then you know, my dad he he said um, you know it, it took him longer to recover from these show weekends and you know yeah, okay, yeah. used to be like you know maybe Monday was a tough day but then by Tuesday you know he said you know it just took him a little bit longer <laughs> to recover from some of these show weekends and so we decided to, to and we had a, I think a retirement show in in uh, 2007, I think. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Wow. You're right, so awesome. quite late. Okay. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Quite, quite a number of years. Um, and because, uh, so for those who don't know, uh, Power Play was, uh, was Mike and his brother and his cousin and his father. So it was uh, very, very cute. A very uh, lovely family quartet. Uh, uh, oh, I wonder if that's a stat. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Right. Oh, there's yeah. even more stats here coming out. Hit me, hit me. Yes. So, brother in the, court, in the quartet, right? Yes. Uh, so, and then Brandon had a brother in his quartet. Yeah. Yes. And then Fred sang with a couple of brothers. And oh. Jim had. Oh, and then Jim brother. was a brother too. All four of us. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. That's a theme, common theme. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so what would, what would, um, 2017 Mike Slamka tell 1988 Mike Slamka? Wow. Good question. Uh, oh, I, I know what I would tell. See, this is why you have. He brings <laughs> the good luck. <laughs> I'm bring the questions. I do the. Well, the, I would holding the thing. I would tell 1988 Mike Slamka to. Stop caring so much about scores and placement. If there's one problem that, I have, it's I care too much. <laughs> no, it's just really, I mean... Scores and placements, yeah. Yeah, just yeah. care more about the... Um, um, the uh, audience and, and the reaction from the audience and not, you know, yeah. scores and placements and things like that, so... Um, yeah, that's awesome. Um, and so, was that was that a very gradual thing, or was that did you have one epiphany or a few epiphanies there with that journey? Well, um, a, a couple different ones, but um, you know, we, we competed for a long time, and um, it, it took us a while to to learn that we were so focused on on achieving something rather than right. So there was one uh, I, I told the story earlier in one of the classes about. Um, uh, a quartet that we competed against for a long time called Riptide, yep. um, and you know they in 2002 they asked us to sing at uh, a children's hospital in, in, in Portland prior to the, the contest, and, and uh, we had such an amazing experience there that it really made the, the contest seem secondary to to anything that we yeah, had done yeah, that week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, that kind of really made you know me have a different perspective on. Uh, that, and I knew that I could do these things, these co competition sets, without you know that hanging over 
in my head, like, what if we don't achieve yeah. that's, whatever that's it was? That's actually not the most important thing now. That's it. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. That's, such that's a awesome. Great breakthrough. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and uh, our, our time is limited, so let me let me um, go to the, the other one that a lot of people are interested in. For, for the few of you who may not be aware, um, look up the 2009 International Performance of Lucky Old Son. Certainly my personal all-time favourite competition quartet performance, and I'm sure a, a lot of you as well. Um, when, Mike, did you know that that was going to be a powerful song? So we were doing... Um we were a couple months before International. We got the song from David Wright. Uh, actually, we heard the song from a recording of the Buffalo Bills doing it, and Vern Reed, their tenor, did this just amazing solo on, on the song. And um, so I, I brought it to the quartet. I said, "Hey, can we? Do you think we could do this in contest?" And um, so so David arranged it for us. And we were doing this choir festival in Vasa, Finland. Um, when we when we got the song from, from David, and you know we had got it right before the trip, uh, and and so we learned it and kind of sang through it a little bit at that Finland trip. There was a choir from Amsterdam that was there at the festival. We had sung it through enough that we felt comfortable singing it. Yeah. We sang it for this group from this choir from from Amsterdam, and it was just one of those like immediate. Right moments and we knew we we're like okay this is this is going to be a good song <laughs> so and when you went on stage because well just briefly tell us about the tell tell us about the choice to sing that first of the two in the city final <laughs> <laughs> if you <laughs> so we we always did ballads first because yeah, it's me... easier for you know, to, to start a ballad, yeah. right? Yes, normally. <laughs> uh, you know, not after you've done this up tune, you know, yeah. then having to catch your breath and yeah. do that. So we like to come out and just do, yeah. you know, yeah. in a more controlled environment, start a ballad. So that's what we thought. And we sang through the song, and the, the ovation just was insane. just, I mean, it was just kind of rushed over us yeah, this, yeah, this feeling and yeah. it just didn't stop one of my favorite the second wave of it yeah. the second wave one of my favorite yeah. parts is, is uh, like the audience senses that, that that it's it's dying down and they're like I'm not finished and <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah. yeah and I mean, that's what really kind of right. and we were just not prepared mm. for that and uh, wow. we who would be we started, <laughs> yeah, second, we started the second song and the second song <laughs> was terrible <laughs> I mean it was a mess for like a naughty and, yeah exactly uh, well yeah it was probably overscored because it got some it got some carryover points from Lucky Old Son I think <laughs> yeah, yeah. no amazing and and do you remember Lucky Old Son that that live performance or was that yeah. was that a bit of a blur or no, I, I remember, yeah, right. um, you know, that we really, uh, we knew that it was going to be a good song for us, and we yeah. knew that we, it was going to be a moment for us, uh, regardless uh, of if it was a yeah, moment for the cool. audience or uh, not. Yeah, you know? cool. So I really thought that, um, uh, I, I remember, I remember everything about the, the performance, how it felt, and it's no, just, it's, a, it's awesome. kind of burned in my memory. Yeah, yeah. And it would be among your favorite performances, I assume. Like, sure, or, absolutely. Not, no one, yeah. yeah, I mean, the, 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 I had one in, in power play as well um, on the international stage, and that was, um, 
when we did the song Time After Time for the first time in, in 2000, which was our first metal, we had a similar, although not as, you know, not like that, but we had a similar reaction there where it was, you know, just a longer applause than what we were yeah, expecting right, yeah, to. Yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. Um, thank you, Matt. Well, that time yeah. is almost out. I was going to say that it was—it's very nice to hear when you were telling the story about Lucky Old Song earlier today. That because we we just gush over it all the time. We tell everyone about it and the story about it because we were there and all that stuff. <laughs> and it was just nice to hear that it was—it was just special for you. Oh, like, yeah. even before the audience reaction, like it was already a very special yeah. song. It, it was. It was a special song for us. And I remember coming off stage even after singing Mobile and kind of what we would consider just, you know, not a good performance like that, we didn't care. Yeah. I mean, the, what, we, what we had done and what we had received from the audience after Lucky Old Son, we were just like in yeah. tears backstage. Oh, just like, yeah. what just Special. happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Um, and it, just uh, briefly, uh, some songs have their biggest audience reactions when the audience has never heard it before, like that one. Yep. And, and other songs might be sort of audience favourites where where the audience sort of sits up in their seat, oh, they're singing this song again, this is my favourite song, oh, I love it, I've heard, because I've heard yeah. it before. Yeah. I don't know, off the top of my head, you might, see, you might say something like a, like a, a, um, a lemon squeeze and pass me that jazz or yeah, something. Yeah. Oh, I love this song, yeah! yeah. Right, right, so right. Does that, have you got any thoughts or comments about that, the sort of the relative that some songs suit a first-time unique performance, yeah. and others almost get better as, as the legend grows. Yeah, sure. And I think I think that's uh, I think that only happens with the special songs because they usually get both. Right. Mm. Right. So, Lucky Old Son is like that for us in that it was it had a lot of impact because it was new and nobody had heard it and the emotion. But we still end all of our shows yeah. with it, and it gets a similar response from every audience we sing because it's you know kind of a signature song. Yeah. And I would say the same thing about Pass Me the Jazz. I would love to hear them sing it now, but <laughs> yeah. it blew me away you know, when, they, when they first yeah. did it. Yeah. And it's because that happened yeah. that I want to hear yeah. Yeah. more of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Interesting. Well, mate, I appreciate your time. You're very sure. generous. Thank you for that. Very it's great much. to have you in Australia. No problem. Um, oh, Australia's great, man. <laughs> loving it. Good. Absolutely yeah. loving it. He tried some Vegemite earlier and he liked it, which is oh, good. I love Vegemite. Yes. Yeah. yes. Okay. Fred and I both liked it. Yes. <laughs> so that was good. Excellent. So more to come, ladies and gents, from, uh, from Mike Slamka signing off. Thanks, man. You're a legend. No problem, guys. Thank you very much. No problem. <laughs> and we're back. We're back. <laughs> We're here with uh, Kieran O'Day, the music director for the newly minted uh, mm. National Medalist Chorus, Indeed. Silver Medalist Chorus, National BHA. And One, well deserved. Well deserved. Thoroughly well Thoroughly deserved. deserved. Thank, thank you very much. We had some great coaches, uh, especially a. Uh, oh, stop do, it. do you know Mr. Ash Schofield? He uh, worked, <laughs> he worked on some, uh, some green it. badge stuff with us. And, uh, it was green great. badge, the best yeah. badge. It was great. You guys did nothing that I said. <laughs> and and the it's scores, it was proof. So, well done. Yeah. So, yeah, mate, um, tell us about the journey. Tell us about the, the few months leading up and then the day. And yeah. Then... Oh, okay. So, I mean, we, we started our comp prep uh, after the regional. We took two different songs to the regional. We decided to learn brand new rep for that just to, you know, get ourselves in a learning oh, nice. state. Yeah, cool. Then after that, we just, we decided to take what we could, what the lessons we'd learned from that because uh, um, I myself have had a philosophy for a while that you can only level up a certain amount on a song before you eventually start getting diminishing returns. Then you have to pick a new chart, you know, a, a new area to mm. training. 
so we this is why he gets paid the big bucks. Oh, <laughs> all, the yes, all, all, <laughs> all the dollars. Yes, all the dollars. All zero of them. Yes. Um, so we we picked we picked two charts. We picked um, actually we picked three charts because we wanted to have the option in case one of them wasn't working. So we picked Surfer Girl, When I Leave the World Behind, and um, Two of a Kind Working on a Full House. Oh. Now, two of those songs. We didn't sing at the competition. No, you didn't. So we, we worked. We had a, a a weekend where we worked on those two ballads, Surfer Girl and um, When I Leave the World Behind, because we were waiting on some learning tracks. Um, and the guy who I was getting to do them, he eventually said, "Look, I'm sorry, just something's come up. I'm not going to be able to do them." And at that point, we dropped that song and started looking for another up tune. Slowly over time, it became more apparent that uh, although Surfer Girl having a having a solid backbeat and that nice twelve eight feel. Uh, would be easier to pull together. We could get a lot more emotionally out of when I leave the world behind. So we chose that as our focus ballad. Um, we decided to keep Surfer Girl and we performed it at the uh, chorus chorale, which was fun. Um, and about maybe a month and a half before contest, we had we discovered we had tracks for They Go Wild and music for They Go Wild, which I. I I'm not exactly sure where they came from, but I don't like to ask those questions in case uh, I get an answer I don't like. Uh, and uh, we, we started working on it, and it became clear that the, the guys really enjoyed it. And did you say a month and a half? A month and a half, about that. Maybe, possibly a bit more, maybe another week or two. Or about. Oh, another week, okay. But, but, um, <laughs> well, we, how it, long ago before International <laughs> Six Weeks Focal Spectrum got, what was it? Cruella de Vil? Yes. Cruella? I did not know that story. There you go. Yeah. I just learned something, everyone. <laughs> But yeah, uh, it's sort of it really gelled with the moments. I mean, we, we have we have a lot of fun in AVU. Isn't that great when that happens? Yeah, and yeah. and it just they they were eating it up, and and we were very clear from the start that if we do this song, we're not going to try and tape it seriously. We're going to try and have some have some fun with it. Um, I mean, for the benefit of the tape, there were a lot of visual gags. We we put a lot of guys on uh, fake Tinder phones and swiped left on all of them, including your illustrious Good Morning BHA hosts. <laughs> You can both take your uh, Tinder phones home. Oh, oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, you, and really? you've got two, Ash. You oh, and, and Bearded Lady. What a treat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we, we started working on that one. Um, we sort of workshopped jokes in and out. And I guess this, the scariest thing was, I mean, as we're getting closer to the contest, we're enjoying the jokes. We're thinking, this is going to be really funny. We go to our farewell show, um, which we had at a place called the Goodwin Institute, which isn't the best acoustic for singing but it is a nice venue um, and we sang it and we didn't get a laugh not one not one not oh boy, I, th- oh boy. I think I think it was uh, I'm not sure why the last didn't happen maybe it was because we were so nervous about the jokes landing that maybe we didn't put all into it or maybe they just you know we, we sang, sang to a bunch of boring people uh, you know, people <laughs> that, who enjoy the colour beige and, uh, and, ah, and Philip Glass music but, uh, really you know. who wear safari suits yeah. yes yes yeah. so we, <laughs> and, and after that I was kind of thinking <laughs> I, I was thinking uh, are we going to be those uh, you know are we going to be like those quartets that do you took advantage of me and you know do do the literal jokes to my head to my ears yeah, to my feet right. oh dear and point at different body parts which yeah. is, is hilarious not <laughs> refer, refer to time and point at your watch yes yes yeah um and i i started thinking 
But you know, you know what? We put some effort into these jokes, like the the Tinder things, which were uh, lovingly designed uh, by uh, Kirsten Hill, my fiance, who's uh, uh, who also worked. She she actually did an incredible job. She was working on that at the same time as she was working on the brochure, the booklet, the Pan Pacific. Um, oh. <laughs> so yeah, she she put a lot of effort into that, um, including organising the printing and lamination of them. Um, so. Uh, and we didn't actually rehearse with those until the final performance of it before we went away. They're amazing. So, uh, but I, I I was worried about it, but at the same, I, same time, I do remember something that, you know, Stormfront told me that when they were working on their Anything Goes, that parodied the current top 10 quartets. Yeah, of course, yeah. They had jokes that they could switch in and out because they didn't know who was going to make know. the top. Yeah. So, so I was sort of thinking, Huber, Huber is good when it's fresh. I mean, if yeah. I told told a George W. Bush joke now, uh, it probably yeah. wouldn't have been as funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, you gotta you gotta consider the current time. Well, Richard would get it, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure Richard would enjoy it, but you know, it's not gonna get the same laugh as Cobb Fefe. Topical. Yeah. So um, that worked well, and then uh, if I switch over to the ballad, uh, moving into contest, we sort of started getting more and more emotional. Uh, with it, and in our final rehearsal in Sydney, um, uh, we were working a lot with Kim Savage, who's an excellent coach. Um, and I said to the guys, like, you guys almost made me cry with that one. That's great. And then Kim came out and said, next run, you've got to make him cry. You've got to push him over the edge. And, and it got to the stage where I was directing the tag, and I was struggling to direct it because I couldn't see. I was crying. So, oh my god. Um, and you know we did a lot of emotional stuff on that uh, Cam wrote a, a good story he's good with the green badge stuff so you know he, he, he brought that in I mean I, I, I'm too musical to feel so <laughs> sterile red badge person yes yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, we we worked we it's worked the on the yeah blue blues have the ability to feel and think which yeah. is oh, I don't know. which is different. Yeah. 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 No, I, I think it's more the reds who the got reds, the whole the reds have got bring the song feels, to life man. and yeah. where's the where's the Actually, musical flow yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, yeah the blues are where's the larynx situated and what does that mean and how's the alignment and yes it's all good though so we started getting into the I was just stopping myself from saying some things not. And yeah, that, 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 Kieran, back to Kieran. Yeah. <laughs> Those things will be on a subsequent podcast <laughs> on our Patreon page, as we <laughs> with a direct link to a complaints page. <laughs> Is that just the contact us on BH? Correct. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, so, yeah, we, we started getting more emotional, and I, I felt that we had enough control of the song that the guys could push me over the edge. Because as I cried in that rehearsal. Some of them were starting to, to tear up and have a, uh, have a few ones. I, I think I was definitely crying the most because, you know, when you've got, you know, 25-ish guys pouring their hearts out to you yeah. all at the powerful. same time. It's powerful. Yeah, you can't help but kind of over, be overwhelmed with emotion. Yes. Yes. So I, cha- I challenged them on stage, and now we're getting into the actual contest. On stage, the challenge was, do, do that, bring, bring the same result. And they got very, very close. Awesome. I mean, cool. you know, of course, competition stage. Yeah. There's adrenaline. There's nerves. Yeah. Um, there's I mean, there's enough distractions to yeah. keep you. From I've, I've been I've been barber shopping yeah. for eleven years. I remember the society for ten. Um, with Fishbowl Boys, I did like more gigs than you can count. Over two thousand gigs, we reckon. Woo! So nothing nothing scares me about performing anymore. The only thing that fills me with fear is the competition. 
and I think it's because I care so much about you know I, I wrap up you, you can't help but wrap a lot of it doesn't that fit in well with our previous podcast <laughs> yes, yes. I, I haven't got around to I've got a bit of a backlog but uh, <laughs> maybe when I'm walking the dog I'll listen to it nice yeah so uh, no I don't know I actually for those of you listening I do listen to Good Morning BHA excellent, so I do excellent, enjoy it excellent. Um, that's not a requirement of people to be on the on the podcast you don't have uh, to I, I believe I believe that Mike Slamker is actually an avid avid listener yeah, yeah. you should interview him you don't, you don't have to but you kind of do yeah, yeah. So yeah, in the competition, I was, I, w- I was, of course, feeling nervous. I had a bit of adrenaline, and I was starting to think more about musical elements of the ballad. And then, sort of halfway through the first line, thinking, "No, these guys are singing me so well. The stage fit our sound very well. It was probably the best contest stage that BHA's had in a, a long while." I've heard a lot of great com- comments about the the quality of this feedback uh, fallback on yes. the chorus stage mm. from the audience. You were. Clearly, obviously, one of the more fuller-sounding choruses that that I had seen, like since yeah, because I, I mean, we Vocal Evolution would be on, and I didn't see it a lot. But then when I came on, I was like, oh, does this stage a bit? How's the miking? I'm not sure. And then Adelaide Vocal Union came out, and I was like, oh, no, it's okay. Miking's good. <laughs> it's okay. Oh. Yeah. See, for us, um, we've one of our biggest issues has been moving to different acoustics. Is our original rehearsal yeah. venue was a church hall with some high ceilings and very hard surfaces uh, very live beautiful in the moment but yes but you know we would, we would go to another venue and just you know whoa we've dropped 20 points <laughs> yeah. uh, and so we, we actually shifted venues this year one of our um, guys Yuri works at a, a big uh, building that actually has like a lecture theatre that they never use so mm. we can actually leave our risers set up there it's a perfect oh, wow. setup. Nice. how do you nice. never use a lecture theatre but, but because it's a lecture theatre it's designed for speech not singing it's it's dead oh, that, yes it is it's, it's a crazy I dead room <laughs> and, but the thing you know the first week we were there it was kind of like oh my god we suck but it wasn't <laughs> that but it wasn't that we suck it was more that we just we aren't used to that space yes. so it, it took us a couple of weeks and yeah, you know for the first you know we did a our actual first rehearsal there we did a big workshop weekend there over two days and over those two days we got to the stage it was like we can sing in this and then the next few weeks it was always like a bit of a rocky start and then oh wait this is how we sing in the new venue in the dead space so coming to this stage it was a live-ish stage more live than our rehearsal venue so that that anything that's liver than where you rehearse is yeah. always going to treat yeah. you well yeah. um, and, be, and because I was hearing that singing well I felt I, I didn't have to worry about the music side of it I could allow myself to feel and as we got through the ballad I didn't fully cry but I did have tears just welling up on the edges of my eyes yeah. as we were getting to the climax and um, yeah they, they I, I felt we were able to capture that emotion and deliver it to the audience good on you man yeah, well you seem to uh do a lot of great things on stage and so they connected with the audience and you got the attention of nine human beings in the pit who oh, yeah. also rewarded that so yes yeah, yeah we, we, were, we were quite fond of those people <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. um I, i'm not sure if i exactly agree <laughs> I, 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 i'm not sure if i exactly agreed with them i thought they were maybe a little high but, uh, <laughs> but I, i'm happy to take it if that's uh, you know i, I trust their opinion i agreed with them hey. um i guess and now moving on to the up our second song the the thing I was going to the up was going, please let someone laugh at this. Mm, you know, yeah, right. So you know, we had the hypnotist, we had the the whole oh, everyone goodness. sort of swaying from side to side as the hypnotist swings their pendulum, and I heard an audible laugh, and that for me made me Thank immediately God. think, yeah. okay, cool, we've got yeah. what, we've got the first laugh. The next ones will be easier. And we've got the audience report. Every yes. joke yeah. landed, yeah. and the biggest one was the uh, the fighting one. 
Uh, every night how they fight. Uh, <laughs> and the way, and I remember when when that got tightened up when I, the weekend I was yeah. visiting you guys and Cam said, okay, let, no, let's tighten that up, and and it, and I was like, yeah, that's funny, and then it was because oh. it worked. Um, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, it, when when you get an Alex Morris like one of those laughs yeah. from the back, it's like yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, we all do love a good Alex laugh. <laughs> that, you know, it 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 landed well. I mean. I think we were more focused on delivering the humour. I think that some of the music and singing aspects of that suffered a little bit, but I think we made enough up in the sort of performance aspect of really selling that song. Mm-hmm. Um, Funnily enough, when you do it in the performance, usually it helps the other categories as well. Yes, yes, it does. Um, I particularly enjoyed your shiny shoes and how, how well pressed your pants were. That's one of my performance scores. Oh, so stop high. it. <laughs> stop it, you. You shiny for you, man. Obviously, you're phoning it in because my shoes are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you them later, and, and you can nice. you can make it. You can retract a statement, or <laughs> we should whenever we have a performance judge on, we should ask what people's shoes look like. Uh huh. Yes. And see if they notice. Yes. Well, <laughs> they like... say you, you can tell a lot of a person by what kind of shoes they wear. One of the quartets. Uh, it may have been the guys from Singapore, but I'm not sure. Certainly, one of the quartets they were younger. Um, the, the the harmony parts had one colour I think they were brown and the lead had black shoes on oh that's that's distracting uh, for sure so, so I thought okay we're not pedantic but kind of try to wear the same <laughs> colour would be a good start yeah I don't think it was the Singapore guys they had pretty slick suits okay. they would have they seemed to be they, they were the red red, red vests yes and the, yeah. Yes. yeah anyway some anyway, some 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 ties of blue yes, and vests exactly well, Kieran O'Day, thank you for your time. No worries, thank uh, It's you. been excellent to hear some of your stories. Um, that was the, good. Uh, BHA National Silver Medalist Chorus Director. That is How awesome, does that seem? Like that? that's, that's your new uh, sig- email signature block. Uh, yes, uh, I, I, I can always have one as long as Alex Morris. <laughs> uh, uh, you're on the way. There's a fair way to go, but you're on the way. Yeah, thank you, mate. Thank Enjoy you very your time much. Thank you. thank you. And we're back. Oh, I said that last time. Yeah. So we're joined here uh, by Michael Hicks. Uh, Michael is the, uh, among other things, he's uh, the lead of Top Shelf Quartet, which is the uh, BHA National Fourth Place Bronze Medalist Quartet. Congratulations, mate. Thank you very much, Richard. Tell us, um, now you've been one of my favourite leads for quite some years, and uh, you now have uh, not only a top ten finish, but uh, a medalist. Tell us, about, tell us about this last week compared to your past, how long have you been a barbershop? Uh, six years now. Okay. Six years. Yeah, um, yeah it's been a... Um, it's been a very full-on week. Uh-huh. Um, it's been a lot of excitement, a lot of lead-up um, preparation, I suppose. Mm. Um, it's made the convention um, a little more interesting, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what a generic word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very interesting. No, it's um, it's been fantastic. I had a great time. Um, the experience leading up into a, a quartet final was was definitely something. Um, it was it was all that I hoped it'd be. Really. Yeah, it was very very exciting. Nice. Um, yeah, it was a great experience all around. Yeah, I should yeah. say. Um, and can you can you and you're a singer too? Which is yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, can you sense that um, your performance on stage was was different? You know, with your extra time in barbershop and your extra time around a high level chorus and sound connection, and, and or, or do you feel like you've, you know you've been similar? Or uh, yeah, yeah, de- definitely, um, definitely uh, helped me improve. Um, singing in a quartet, hundred um, percent. Like quartet singing has definitely raised my level of performance, um, both vocally and with performance. Yeah. Um, 
being around a lot of the high level guys, singing tags, yeah. that sort of thing, really, really improves the skills. Yeah. Um, and it's good. We, I mean, we're very fortunate with Sound Connection having the sort of guys we have in the music team. Yep. Um, we, we have it at our disposal every week, which is good. Yeah. Um, which also then transfers into, into quartet, makes yeah. it very, very easy when everyone's on the same page and can just yeah. move in that forward. I've got it very, very easy, but uh, <laughs> it certainly facilitates it. Yeah, 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 yeah it's <laughs> true, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good. Awesome. And Matt, tell us about the classes you've been taking here at Harmony College. Uh, yes, I've done a few different classes for um, both. Um, had a, a PBO with, um, with Rob Mance. Yeah. That, that was that was very very good. Yeah, the man's a uh, breakthroughs a or just sort of incremental things all over um, across the board. A couple little breakthroughs. Yeah. Um, I mean, stuff that we've been doing with Andrew are very very mm -hmm. same sort of lines. Um, just having that benefit of being physically put in that position yourself. How was your alignment? Did he adjust yeah. your alignment? Yeah, he definitely adjusted my alignment. What, what um, I think I walked past, I saw you lying on the floor at one point. Yeah, line, yeah, so. yeah. Um, so definitely having the um, the head up over the shoulders was, was, was the big yeah. one, yeah. yeah. Um, we had a, we found a lot more resonant space. Yeah, it wasn't quite as bad as that. <laughs> we def I def definitely found some more good, resonant good space. Good visual gag. That's right. Yeah, That's right. yeah visual <laughs> gag. Yeah, yeah, it was good. yeah we're very turtle there. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was that was extremely good. Um, yeah, a lot of vocal classes I've concentrated on this time, um, and actually some MD classes as well too, so I can get a better idea um, being on the music team, so yeah, I can so nice. help, help help assist my director, um, and then have a better understanding myself of what the director's trying to ask for me mm -hmm. as a chorus member. It's been pretty great. The director classes here have been more about rehearsals, okay. and, and yeah, like, yeah. Been physically arm waving, it's yes. more than um, yeah, being very very relatable with your chorus. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's been it's been fantastic. Yeah. Nice, nice. And uh, we know that uh, any quartet journey is filled with all sorts of experiences. Um, how has this um, latest thing sort of whet your appetite for what you see in your future quartet ways? Oh, I'm extremely excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So as far as um, future stuff goes, well, anything's possible, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, we sort of came into this competition. Um, well, obviously to do well, yeah. but um, we were here to have a good time. What, what was the explicit discussion, to the extent there was one, um, about expectations for, for the convention? Um, well, we just all expected that we were going to put the time in, um, both at home, um, in between rehearsals as well as at rehearsals, obviously. But to, as far as the outcome that you were expecting once you walked on stage, how, how did you articulate that? What were the... Well, I mean, I, 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 didn't, I didn't have a. I, um, I mean, I, I wanted to do as well as we could, but yeah. I didn't. I didn't really have any um, expectations of myself to start with. I think yeah. I just, but I just wanted, really wanted to come out and have have a good time. Um, as a quartet, did yeah. you talk about? We should make it be top ten. Did you talk about we should get X score? Did you oh, talk yeah, about yeah. we no, want to get this didn't, medal? Didn't talk any scores. Didn't talk any about right. particular medals. Yep. Obviously, top ten was was the focus. Yep. Obviously, so we could um, have four songs. Yeah, have yep. four songs, which would be good. Yeah, mm. um, and um, yeah, other than that, but that was about it. Really, just top ten and just perform really well. Nice, nice. That's all and, and the uh, rest will fall in place after that. Yeah. Awesome. Sorry, excuse me, no one's seen Linda's vinyl water bottle? No, sorry. No. Okay. Thank you. Um, uh, and so just finish up, we've got to get back to cl awesome classes now in a few minutes. Um, how was the, the, the time on stage compared to sort of what you, you what you were imagining or envisioning from your experience? 
Um, I, I definitely felt a lot more, even though I probably didn't look at that much, but I felt more relaxed um, in the quartet oh, final. You look handsome on stage. Yeah, thank you, mate. Um, yeah, I definitely felt more relaxed in the quartet final than I did Interesting. In, the, uh, in, in the first one. Yeah, probably it was obviously um, time on stage again, I think was, was pretty good. But, um, yeah, it was, um, yeah, I'm, I'm lost for words. All right, yeah. overwhelmed still. Excellent, excellent, mate. Michael Hicks, thank you for your time. BHA 2017 National Bronze Medalist Fourth Place Quartet. <laughs> there's, there's a mouthful. Uh,